0: This is Martin Stokes here, and this is Dean Scurry, and I am a traveller, and I am a countryman. Welcome to a Traveller and a Countryman podcast. So tell me something. I'll be actually recording now? Yep. Why did you not tell me that?
1: Because I just sometimes I just don't tell you everything.
0: Uh, but remember, I told you about your phone when you're when I'm reading you and you're uh, you're on your loudspeaker. I remember, I warned you about that. Remember I said, Dean, don't be on the loudspeaker, let me know if you're on loudspeaker, if there's people with you like, you know. what's that got to do with recording. It's not got to do with recording, it's like you, de- you never told me I was recording, like you never seen on loudspeaker. There could be people with you, so I could be able to talk about anything. Now, I'm not a backbiter or a ballyragger, but if I was, it means I could be talking about the person that you're sitting beside.
1: And I'm recording
0: it? No, it's possible I could be saying something negative about them. No, not recording, you're on loudspeaker. It's possible I could be talking negative about that person. Ballyragan. I shouldn't be doing it, but it's, it could happen. Do you get what I'm saying? So basically the ignorance is on you, because you never said, Martin, you're on loudspeaker here. Do you know what I mean? So you let me know where we stand kind of stuff. Martin, you're on record here. The Ballyragger. The Ballyragger. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be a good nickname the for Ballymun you. The Ballymun Ballyragger. The Ballymun <laughs> Ballyragger. <laughs> I like that one. The Ballymun Ballyragger. Did you ever hear them before, He You did. The Ballyragger? Yeah. I think I told you before, didn't I? I think I heard it before, but I hadn't heard it in years. Uh, I think I told you, but you didn't you told me you didn't you didn't know what it meant really, did you? No, it's a
1: pure traveller way of saying. It something. is a
0: traveller's word, yeah. A belly ragger. Back boy, you've heard of backbite, didn't you? Uh do you do much backbiting then? Come on, straight up.
1: Sometimes I bitch a little bit. Yeah? It's not good, but sometimes you just get annoyed at fuckers, you know what I mean? Uh so I get here's what I get. I get a bit impatient and a bit frustrated. And then that comes out by me. Tearing lumps out of somebody
0: So that means you're turning lumps on me the whole time Because you're always angry with me
1: No I actually Always I'm
0: frustrated I'm not always frustrated Sometimes times, I are because Nine you, times uh, out of ten
1: You So you just Talk to that me. You
0: actually eat the, eat the bones of me Back by you me <laughs> You talk to me like You think I'm married to you I'm not married to you No thank God I'm not married to you No <laughs> I have a lovely wife Lovely family I'm happy with all of that But the point about it is I know sometimes you act like a woman But I kind of help that that's not my problem. If you act like, uh <laughs> in <complaining> the <laughs> neck. Is that how your wife neck, talks? Neck. No, not my wife. You I said, a, you said no, a woman. No, I didn't say my wife. I oh, said whole. You're you the whole back like a woman. Now. And I'm, talk, I'm not talking about every woman. I'm talking about a really distressed, angry woman. <laughs> you just said that. Yeah. Do it again. <laughs> 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 Think about what it is. We can't understand the words you're saying when you're angry. Remember I told you here one time I said Dean, you remind me of uh, an angry traveller woman. <laughs> why so why am I using traveler woman? I don't know. I'm only being sarcastic, okay? But uh yeah, I think sometimes you do a lot of unnecessary bitching. Yeah, do you do any? Uh you just said if you, every time you get stressed out with somebody, you you intend to uh like backbite them and No, not every time. Sometimes. You said sometimes, yeah. I
1: catch myself when I'm doing it though. So and the, then I realised that you what's mean, to, I just, what's you just the rush? We're all we're not all perfect. None of us is perfect, and uh, just relax. It Teaches me patience. When I see myself doing that, I just I just go yeah. But for a while
0: there, Dean, I thought, I, I thought that you thought that you were perfect. Till I had to correct you a few times. Thank you. And I sort of had to explain to you in a way where you understood, Dean. You're not perfect. Nobody is perfect. So it sort of brought you down a little level then to, um, let's say, off the high horse, yeah? And now um, you've sort of been a little bit more, uh, what do you call, more civilised in life, about life, yeah? Is that right? So uh, I'm glad I've done that for you, but the only thing you never say, you never ever say thanks for anything, do you, Dean? Do you find it hard to give so me a compliment? You, do I find it hard to give you a compliment? Yeah. No, um, you said you go swimming in the sea every single day. Yeah. I think that's a very, very hard thing to do. and It's you said, hard not to do it. You, yeah, you, you're probably thinking the other way around.
1: It's hard not to do it. Like you going to Mass, it'd be hard for you not to go to Mass. Yeah, absolutely, yeah.
0: You know what I mean? Very hard for me not to go. I go and meet God in, in the bleeding, in beat, the sea. I beat myself up uh, if I don't go to Mass. Do you? Yeah, honestly, I feel really bad and guilty about it. And
1: Guilt is an interesting thing, um... Guilt is really interesting. Like, that's why I have said, if I talk bad about somebody, sometimes I feel a bit guilty, and I go, right, relax. You know, the whole world doesn't bleed and revolve around you and your mad ideas, like. And sometimes then, I, if, I, if I tear strips so out of someone. So what do you
0: say to yourself? Chill out, Dean
1: Scurry. Just, like, have a bit of patience, relax. There's no rush. It, now, I used to get, like, really, I'd put a lot of brain power into it, and it'd stress me out. But when you when have you to just I like, just
0: mean? be thinking of stuff all the time. So In other words, you take yourself away from everything else and just focus on your anger. Is that what you're saying?
1: Not my anger, but just focusing on what other people
0: are doing and thinking about what other people are doing. And then I realise... Is that it's, good or bad? I realise it's not my bleeding business. Yeah, that's right. You take. Uh, are you saying like as if you take other people's problems on board kind of thing?
1: Or if other people are not doing the thing that they should be doing in the time that I think they should be doing it. That's like you making demands like, is it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah You're upset because people don't do things the way that you You know
1: the way we have it in our head and we think that we're right Not just me, fucking everybody does it You know what I mean? We we think we're right and everybody's wrong And they don't if they don't do it the way we think it should be done We get all upset and annoyed and angry at them
0: Is that self-righteousness?
1: It is a little bit of self-righteousness and a little bit of impatience And I learnt, I'm learning patience
0: are you? Since when you learn them? Since I come around, is it? A little the bit. When, a little bit when you've been around. Because the first day I met you, you put the hands up for a fight. Remember that? Remember I said to you, Dean, you must have never been in a traveller's sight before. Then you dropped the hands again. Remember that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you want to go there, we'll go there. Because any time, time <laughs> we well, try and hug you, you need to try and
0: yeah, you. Yeah, remember that? You get the uppercuts. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, that's what I was just thinking. Dean, sort of, that, that sort of brings me back to that bit. Like, do you know what yeah, I mean? That you're uh, sometimes very... Is it impatient or unpatient? Which is the one? Impatient. Are you like very that? Impatient. Am I uh, impatient? Yeah. Am I not a patient person? Uh, I think I have good patience. I do get upset and angry for certain things. But times I really, really try to have good patience. Yeah, I do. Uh, I'd be inclined to put up with a lot before I'd lose the patience.
1: Yeah, so I'm learning that. I'm learning just to let it go, let people do their thing, don't be annoyed at people don't be um, putting your timetable or your demands on them and that takes your experience and ups and downs and your life to learn that you know what I mean? Uh, yeah it does
0: but don't, don't, the thing about it is uh, you, by being impatient you can uh, you can be giving those around you a hard time without realising this but also you can be giving yourself a harder time if you're impatient about stuff and you're panicking about it and panicking about it and worry about it and worry about that and rushing and racing here and there. I can't say much for that because I'm probably the worst at that. Yeah, I'm I'm always always rushing and That's why I just asked you. Are not, you are you no, impatient? I, no, I've, I, I mean I have great patience with people. Yeah. But me with myself. I'm not the most patient person in the world with myself. If there's something to be done I like to go and do it. Get it done, get it out of the way, or sometimes you might have five or six things on a list to do. And it sort of puts that pressure on you, so then i mean, I, I said I'm impatient about that because I like to get it done so there's a diff, probably different types of uh, patience patients or impatience or what in different situations i don't know i'm not um I'm not a specialist in this uh in this like you know, so I'm trying to work it out here like you know,
1: and what do you like with yourself when you don't get
0: the thing done you want to get done? I tend to blame myself for it. I don't be like sort of trying to point the finger at everybody like, you know, you're the fault for this, you're the fault for that. It depends if somebody's involved with something and they are the fault for it or they're the problem or the reason. Uh, if I'm trying to get something done myself, I like to uh, get straightforward and just do it. Uh, it's not always like that because there's like little holdbacks in, in all parts of life, you know what I mean? We don't always, uh, it's like, did you, do you ever plan your day? I loosely plan it.
1: Like probably one or two things If I have to be somewhere Like I have to be I have to meet somebody Or I have to be in work I'll put that as part of the plan But then I'll also put in I should go for a cycle Or go for a swim
0: Mm, Yeah but what I'm saying is You go up in the morning right Right So would you plan your your day beforehand Like the day day before The day beforehand Or that morning when you get out of bed
1: Yeah, in that morning I'll go, right, how many hours do I have before I have to do A, B and C? Right, I've got about five hours. Here's what I'll do. I'll chill out, have a shower, have breakfast, do some stretching. So basically you sort
0: of do planners, yeah? Hmm, I'm not really a planner for, for, for me days. No, I like to sort of take things as they are, kind of. Like Although I know, like, say, right, I'd have stuff to do tomorrow, right? Let's say I sort of kind of stay flexible, if you like. I won't just make a strict rule that this has to be done, that has to be done. I can sort of move things around and say, okay, I'll do this first. Yeah, so you can
1: plan and you're flexible. I'm kind of like that as well. I can move things around. If I have a plan, grand. If I don't have a plan, grand, but I can move things around.
0: Would you, uh, if you had, say, five or six things to do now, would you be inclined to get the important things out of the way if there's no time limits on them? Or would you just go and do things randomly, like?
1: Yeah I'm a bit random I'll go and do The thing That I feel At that time Is the thing to go and do I that's just kind of
0: not, That's not the best answer now That's my answer
1: though So it's for no, the but best I'm not, for me uh,
0: Yeah but I'm not fully satisfied With that answer
1: It's nothing I've got to do with you It's it my life He's
0: asking the question on Byrne here <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me God yeah. rest God rest it. poor Gabe Byrne And may God give him A happy bed in heaven God give him what? G- God give him a happy bed in heaven A good happy bed in heaven Do you think we actually have beds in heaven? Uh, Yeah, I believe so. Like there's a bed? Uh, Well, it's a word we say, yeah. No, but do you think there's an actual bed (laughs) there? Well, yeah, sleep peacefully in heaven, so there must be a bed. No,
1: we say that though, but do you think in heaven there's an actual bed? Actual bed.
0: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if anyone fully knows what heaven is like. Uh, There's been some past saints, all right, who have went to heaven... And came back to earth. Uh there's been past saints. Oh, you can't
1: just say that and then let it go. There's been saints who went to heaven, to heaven and, and then came, came back, back to, to earth. earth. Who were they?
0: Listen, you're not know, you know you can try. Interrog- you can interrogate me in a few minutes, okay? I'm what I'm saying here is there's been past saints who went to hell, observed hell and purgatory, and came back to heaven came back to earth. It's it's the plan that God had for them. Because God wanted people, he wanted these saints to basically go back to earth, tell people uh, what heaven is like, and also tell them what hell is like. Tell them what purgatory is like. So who are they? Do we know them? Uh, Yeah, I know of one powerful, very powerful saint, Saint Faustina. Jesus appeared to her, and he told her to... Tell people to do the Divine Mercy Chaplet, especially at the hour of three o'clock in the day. He said the heavens are opened, and my mercy will pour out upon those people who believe, and nothing will be refused. What's the Chaplet? Chaplet is like a rosary. You do uh, like ten little prayers on the on the small beads. You do one prayer on the big beads. And you do that until you go start off and around to the very end of the rosary then. So see these beds. What beds? The ones up in
1: heaven. Yes. Now like a, no, I'm not taking the piss now. I just you want to get a picture in, in your, your head. I have a
0: spare microphone here and I'm sort of as I said earlier on feeling flexible. So I wouldn't have no problem throwing that, like, you know. That's the traveller side of me. Show a little pa- <laughs> a little bit of patience now, right?
1: Really. <laughs> I was wanna try and get a, a picture of in your head. Because we do say stuff, like, you know, everyone says it. uh, Oh, Johnny died. He's going to get the best bed in heaven. Yeah, that's right. Yes. Do you think that those people, or you, think there's an actual bed there? Yes. I'd like to believe. I do believe there is. Okay. And all the beds look the same?
0: I don't know. I can't answer that question because I do not know. But I think there's a bed there for me if I, um, let's say, if I can purchase a ticket for it. So, do you think, other than beds, is there other stuff? Peace. Is there shopping centres? Love. Peace and love. Joy. Happiness. Push bikes. Uh, I don't know, but push bikes are, are shopping. But there's you beds. see, the thing about it is, um, all our struggles here on earth, like everything on earth is a struggle. Absolutely everything. The thing about it is, when we go to heaven, all them struggles are just wiped away. We don't have to worry about bikes. We don't have to worry about shopping centres. We don't have to worry about anything that you just mentioned. But beds. Yeah, the bed. You sleep. <laughs> it has to be somewhere. The way you said that. Yeah, but the bed. It, yeah, like there's nothing else there but so, a load of beds. When it's so, <laughs> it's so uh, full of angels.
1: Yeah.
0: And the saints. <laughs>
1: They're all knackered tired. And and, you just want to sleep.
0: And basically, it's so peaceful. Like I'll give you a glimpse, right? Just a little glimpse of what uh, my imagination would be, right? Oh, yeah. Go on. When I go to Medjugorje, yeah, this is obviously it, it's sort of a maybe it might be sound silly way to bring it out. Although I haven't been in heaven, yeah, I'm I'm working on it all, yeah. I think that you'll get in. When I go to Medjugorje, yeah, why do you think I get in? Oh, tell
1: this Medjugorje story, and no, then you tell any. me
0: first why you think I will get in. Because you're a good man. How do you know I'm a good man? You only know me two years now. As soon as I seen you, I knew you were a good man. Oh, you knew. So you're 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 one to say. Since now, you can tell if people's good or bad, is it? Could you tell if I'm good or bad? What? Could you tell if I'm good or bad? Um, yeah, I can tell when I get once I get to know you, not by just looking at no, you. No, but right.
1: like now, could you tell?
0: You're sort of okay. Yeah. As I said, uh, don't be. Yeah, the I sugar know lumps. it's hard for
1: you to pay me compliments <laughs> in any way.
0: Yeah, I don't like what you it, I don't like people getting excited too much Like you know man As I said again Give them all that uh, <laughs> The sugar lumps <laughs> I think You're okay I think you're very ignorant sometimes Would I get in? But I'll let you off of that Thank you The ignorance I can, I can, um, I can overlook ignorance Because Sometimes A good person Did you ever know that a good person Can be ignorant? A good person You see We all have weaknesses And that weakness in you Can be ignorance. You might do a hundred good things, and all of a sudden you spoil it by one bad thing. In other words, if I was an understandable person, yeah, and you were doing a load of, it's like, um, do you ever do somebody favours, yeah, and you're a nice guy, you're a great guy, you know, he's a nice man, he's, he, he do you a favour and he help you out and he do this and the other, yeah, you could do this a hundred times, and then that one time, the, the same person comes and asks you for a favour, and you can't do it for them for one reason or another. Then you're the worst guy in the world. Did you ever get that?
1: Uh, yes. I've often got. But that's not the way I see it. If someone does if someone does a hundred things that are good and they do one thing that are bad, we all do things that are bad. So I'm alright with that.
0: No, but I'm alright with that as well. I didn't say I just. So where would you it. say
1: where, where's the ignorance thing one then? One
0: minute. The ignorance is this just the point I was trying to make to you. You can do uh, you can do hundred good things and then you can do that one ignorant thing you might have, but you might do that ignorant thing today and tomorrow and the next day and every day. But that could be your weakness. So you could be the kindest guy in the world, but you just have that weakness about you. So
1: then we all have ignorance and weakness. No,
0: it mightn't be a constant ignorance. It could be in certain certain topics or certain conversations. So do you or have? So do certain, you have the
1: ignorance or, and the weakness? Uh, I
0: am an ignorant person sometimes, yes. And I and I do I do, I, I find that It's my weakness, but. It's not all the time. It's not always there. Let's say I try to be more kinder than ignorant. And if I am ignorant with somebody and I realise I've been ignorant, I like to say sorry.
1: Help me understand what you mean by ignorant.
0: Ignorance can probably come in a lot of different forms.
1: Yeah, but so give an example so I can understand. Wh- it can be uh,
0: ignoring somebody. Yeah. That's ignorant. Okay. It can be, again, turning your back on somebody is ignorant. Taking something from somebody without asking or even saying thank you or please. They're they're two important words, thank you and please. They give you a a picture of a person's manners. Someone does something for you and you just, that's it. There's no saying thank you or I want something, and I have that please? Or are you using that please? Or is it okay, I'll buy this if you don't mind, please? They're two very powerful words, aren't they? Two important words. But they can be very, very hurtful if a person don't use them. It's that—that's ignorant, very, very ignorant.
1: You said I was ignorant, so just give us. Do you have an example of that? Well, so I can see. It in your head? With
0: you, I was being sarcastic with
1: you. Ah. So now you. I think so, sarcasm
0: is one of your weaknesses. Listen to me for one minute. Now you're taking all. Yeah. You, you're ticked that you couldn't understand <laughs> That I was being sarcastic Saying <laughs> you were ignorant
1: Yeah, why do you be sarcastic? There's a bleeding question yeah, I love you, Sometimes
0: you use sarcasm Yeah, I love it And you think it's a joke I love it Why? Well, because it. i tell you why I love it Because I use it in a in a, in a, a good humorous way So just use good humor then Instead that of sarcasm is, That is part of my good humor Part of your sarcasm But I'm not using it in a bad way To offend or hurt or upset anybody, am I? So there's, there's, maybe there's even different types of sarcasm, isn't there?
1: does anyone ever come to you and go I don't appreciate your sarcasm no because I don't use it everybody
0: I you use don't it, use it on me do you? I, I have to use it a lot to be honest I do it a lot
1: I think you use it as a defence mechanism
0: no because I, you I, feel uh, insecure around me no it's not even that I use it to sort of uh, express my kindness
1: no you don't <laughs> yes I you do no you yes, don't you I do. that up well you, you, you want to start Just looking at it the way you're using it to express
0: your no, kindness no here have I, heard, have, have I upset you yet are we fighting no Sometimes so you'd be a bit pissed off at you. Well, yeah, well, that's, then that's your problem. I'm not the problem here then, if that's the case.
1: Yeah, no, that's I'm why le- sarcastic I'm learning patience. With you, that's why I said I'm learning patience. And I'm being
0: funny about it. And you just can't handle that situation. Sometimes like,
1: you be a bit tired looking at you and listening to you. Yeah, well, be I'm all, sorry
0: I didn't bring no lollipops this evening <laughs> for you, okay? <laughs> Maybe the next time. <laughs> you brought some the jellies. Uh, there which <laughs> like I none of them. <laughs> so um, back to the ignorance. You asked me a question about it being ignorant.
1: Ignorant. What, yeah, why yeah, not to it? can it. be...
0: Can be a weakness in a person. Again, as I said, you could be, you could be a very kind and good hearted person. You just might have that thing in you where you cannot help yourself, and you might not mean to be ignorant. Probably it's probably a stupid explanation, but you might not mean. Like I've been, I, I can honestly say, that I have been ignorant with people in the past. Everyone has. Well I'm just saying to you There isn't a person person born or or dead That hasn't been ignorant I'm not disputing that point with you But I can honestly tell you now That some people don't up to it And don't even apologise for it Or or even Maybe sometimes even realise how ignorant they are Do you understand? Until someone tells them
1: So am I getting into heaven? Uh,
0: I don't know I'll have a chat with God and see what he says (laughs)
1: No but like genuinely in your head I know it's not up to you But what would you think? Are you Uh,
0: getting into heaven? Well, you see, Dean, let's be honest with it, right? I can't say who's going to heaven, who's not going to heaven, but I can tell you now that I'm going to try my best. So, I don't know, people might say, uh, yeah, I'm going to heaven because you're so confident about yourself. There's saints, good, powerful saints in the past, yeah? Yeah. That have went to purgatory, who never went to heaven.
1: So, and but he's still will, in will,
0: will, there's no telling that. No one can tell that right now because it depends how you live your life. If you want to be a good person... If you want to be a criticizer, a battle ragger, a backbiter, or a judge, or a robber, or a thief, or whatever you want to be, if you want to break all the rules, then you're going to answer for that. But if you want to try, I'm not saying anybody's perfect, and I'm definitely not saying that we're, that we're going to be perfect. But I am saying is, we all have that free will to be a good person or be a bad person. We, may, we have to make our choices. And if we make the choices of trying to be... A good person, well then we have a better chance of getting to heaven. I can tell you this, it's not an easy walk, believe me. It's actually, it's actually harder and a lot, lot harder. It's an actual struggle to walk the straight and narrow, to be, um, to try to live a good life every day. Why is it so hard? I'll tell you why it's so hard, because there's, it's like you're, uh, it's like we're being tested, that's what it feels like. It's very, very, very simple to do stuff wrong.
1: It's very simple to do stuff wrong. It's is it easy. hard to do stuff right? Uh, yes. It is hard to do things right. So hard. being nice and being kind, that's difficult.
0: No, it, it depends on what kind of a person you are. Some, some people have it naturally and it's absolutely beautiful. It's good. It's, it's, a, it's a gift alone. Supposing that you, you are a nice person. You choose not to be. You, you uh, f- Like, forget about the nice. I'm going to do this and I'm going to do that. And you know it's all wrong. Then the nice person is not nice anymore. Is he? he's, he's turning bad.
1: Okay, so we're getting somewhere. Do you think it's then a choice whether or not people are good or bad?
0: As I said, we have our own free will, yes. God gives us a free will to walk the straight and narrow or if you want, take the wide road. The wide path is easy to travel.
1: So getting into heaven then is based on our choices. Uh,
0: yes, I think so. So we choose. No, I'm not saying uh, like getting into heaven is completely based on our choices, but I am saying is that it makes a serious contribution.
1: Our choices and our behaviors. So let's say we choose to do A, B, and C, and that gets us into heaven, and we choose to do X, Y, and Z, and that doesn't get us into heaven. Yes.
0: Is it a choice then? Uh, yeah, we have choices, yes So do we choose whether or not we get into heaven? Well, let's put it this way You you, you, uh, you told me before, you don't believe in heaven uh, you don't believe I don't believe in the, the
1: version of heaven that you The way you describe it with beds and all that
0: So, whoa, 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 whoa I didn't describe that, you asked me that You said a bed in heaven So I'm picturing here Yes, look at it. God rest the dead and God gave them all the past Happy beds in heaven, yeah That's a word you're going to use anyway Through our faith, we believe, yes that there is a place in heaven for all good souls and that there is a bed in heaven where we can re- rest and be at peace I get that Like uh, I couldn't imagine sleeping on the floor or sleeping on top of a, a wall Or do you think there's walls in heaven that's is what I'm trying to say to you I couldn't imagine that I don't imagine that you're not sleeping I on picture, the floor I can picture heaven as one big plain beautiful cloud big plain ground and it's open and free to everybody
1: And there's loads of beds And there's people in and the beds And we're
0: all just living happy And everybody is smiling And our hearts and our minds and souls Are cleansed And all at peace And Everybody
1: and, again And some people are there And some people are in purgatory And some people are in hell Yes And some of the people in The most
0: sins he- you commit here on, on earth You will either go to hell if you, if, if, Or you go to heaven no, I know these are powerful words to be saying, okay? Yeah, but they're, they're the words but that are in the Bible yeah, that you read. I'm, it's what I'm taught, yes, absolutely. So therefore, I don't want to go to hell, but I'm aiming for heaven. If I get a purgatory, I'll sort of, you know, work it from there. Like That's a of. good deal for you. That, 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 that'd be a good deal, yeah.
1: The Pope, I don't know if you heard this. Yes. He said, uh, we're at the... Uh, Reconsidering And we're at the realising That there's no thing Called purgatory Did you ever hear that We're after realising that Yeah 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 They said there's no There's no thing called purgatory No I never heard that So if, well if
0: it, if it was said I'd, I've never heard it Being said by the Pope The Pope is our Is our leader here right If you have believed in God And you're you're, you're uh, In the Catholic Church Yeah He is the The leader of our Catholic Church Okay His job is to lead people To heaven not to tell them that there's no purgatory, or there's no hell. And anyone who doesn't believe that there's no hell, they're only fooling themselves. Because there, it is a fact there that there's, um, there's very, very, very intelligent Catholics, yeah? Like professors, basically, if you like, who've studied all of this stuff. And they said if anyone doesn't believe, a, they don't believe in hell, then they're only fooling themselves. But one priest said, you will when you get there. So if you want to go to heaven, aim for heaven. Simple as. So uh, it's a bigger and longer, and it's a more intelligent, it's a more educated story. It's way beyond my intelligence or my small bit of education. It's more bigger, bigger, bigger than I could ever explain.
1: Yeah, but I don't think it's beyond I'll your try heart.
0: To, no. Yeah, I know what's in my heart. What's in my heart is trying to live a good life. Trying to live a, a peaceful, a prayerful and holy life, and I have made my mind up to that like years and years and years ago. Uh, if anything at all, is probably built into me. Like you know, now again, I'm probably not doing um, half of what I should do, but God knows I'm only human, so I'll try my best. I try to lead other people in the same direction. I try to teach people about God. I try to learn them say teaching about prayers and mass and divine mercy, the rosary, all this stuff. I do a lot of that and I have done a lot of it. I hope that I have influenced at least one person. I hope. I don't know know if I ever have, but I genuinely do hope I have. Well, you've got your members of your family. Uh, Yeah, that's very, very important to me. Yeah, thanks be to God for that. Along with praying for my own family every day and hoping that they will do the same, I'd like to go further afield also. I'd like to be able to, if you want, bring Jesus to other people.
1: So, I was talking Sometimes to you...
0: Sometimes we might need a bit of a, a wake-up call, kind of. I was
1: talking of. to you before about other religions, other faiths, other beliefs. Yes. Other gods. Uh, and you said, oh yeah, that would be really interesting. If we got a guest on, say that was a, a Muslim or something like that. Uh,
0: yes, but I wouldn't criticise their faith. I wouldn't, I wouldn't. Um, let's say, I wouldn't, uh, what do you call it? Like, if um, whatever religion they are, I would like to listen to them, but I wouldn't criticise their beliefs. Cause I wouldn't like anybody criticizing my beliefs. Because it's all the same to me anyway. Some of us can be weak. For instance, Catholics have converted to Protestants. Yeah. Protestants have converted to Catholics. Different other different religions have converted to Catholics. Me, I know in my heart that there's nobody in this earth that can that can convert me to another religion. I am myself bound to that.
1: Yeah, but I'm not talking about converting or criticizing. I'm talking about conversations because faiths and beliefs and religions well, and what, gods.
0: What are, I really was a well, lot of them, a
1: lot of them to me seem to be very very similar. Right.
0: I'd like to uh, talk to those people about their um, let's say their ways of life, not necessarily their religion. Would you be interested in their talk, religion as well I would talk to them about so their religion. So then,
1: so then you would. No, I
0: would talk to them about it. That's all I would do is talk. So what?
1: What interests me is I, th- uh,
0: I'd be more co- interested also in their. Um, I'd be. Uh, I would have a great interest in their cultures. Um, the religion side of it, yes, that would probably come into the subject.
1: Uh, the idea would be if you're talking uh, with somebody about their religion, that the you know you might get the idea, Oh this person is trying to convince me that their religion is the one to. But I'm, that's not what I'm talking about. No, I'm talking yeah, about
0: yeah, no, people will do that. People yeah, but they also
1: won't do that. They also will just go. This is what I believe. Here's the set of things that I believe in, and that I, the way I do it. And here's the set of things that you believe in, and, and that you do it. And there's some similarities. There's
0: some similarities. There's be- a lot of
1: similarities between um, religion. We have
0: some people who are really educated in their religion. Yeah, like I'm not. Being honest about it, uh, we have some people who are not just educated but also devoted. Uh, let's say they they practice what they preach. You can preach all day. It's good. But you also have to practice it. Uh, you can... Then you have the practicer that doesn't preach. Does that make sense? You've yeah. got the preacher who doesn't practice. You've got you see, the person
1: who practices and preaches. And then you've got the person who just practices.
0: But you have some people there who really, uh, really devote their lives to it. Like people who go to college... Yeah, and they study like theology, can, religion. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they go to Bible studies. They go to certain classes. They really give their lives to it, which is absolutely brilliant. I love. If I could do that. I like. I'm. I, I, I do my little bit. I do my best as much as I can. I try to talk to people about these things. People of my faith, basically, go to mass, do your prayers, be kind to people. Simple as. Uh, try and do all the all the right things. You have a better life. You mightn't have a better life outside you but I'm not saying you won't have you probably will do but you'll guard have a better life inside you because that's where it all begins anyway and that's where it sort of let's say it sort of matters because if you have it inside you then you can spread that word and you can teach others if you don't have it inside you then you have nothing to give you have nothing to offer you have nothing to share I don't know. I don't know how to let's say that when you have nothing to share, you have not to give. You have to begin somewhere. And for me, I get a lot of, uh, as I said, I'm not the most educated person or the most intelligent. Will you stop putting yourself down all the time? No, I'm just saying. Dean, hold for one second. I'm not putting myself down. I'm saying I'm not the, mo- the most. Nobody is the most. Uh, well, I'm not anyway. I know that for sure. Yeah, but you are enough. No, I'm, I'm sort of getting there. I'm doing, I'm doing a little bit. You now, not... you just went and distracted something I was going to say. And I keep telling you this. Every time <laughs> I'm about to say something good, you just blubber in there. Are you uh, Catholic? Christian? Of course I'm Catholic. Forgive me. Forgive me. You're forgiven. Thanks. Okay. You can leave the confession box now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was saying about if you have it inside you. Yes. But we can't have it inside us. Like sometimes people can be, can be gifted. You can have a certain gift in your life but you have to make use of that gift it's like me knowing right Uh, mass is on there tonight right it's part it's my duty to go to mass receive the body of Christ listen to the word of God bring that word out of that church and pass on to somebody else and tell them how nice mass was how good it was how much I enjoyed it what I got from it all that sort of stuff so if you can make use of that then you're making use of that gift what's your gift? Like, if I said to you my gift is uh, peace, I love making peace. I like to spread peace. I like to t- uh, tell others to be peaceful. Don't be arguing and fighting and don't be doing this and don't be making a big deal or this, that and the other. It's a good thing. But I mainly talk to younger people about that because I don't feel the need to talk to older people about it. Because they already have this knowledge. Blessed is the peacemaker. Is that right? Did I say that right? God said there's a, there's a place in heaven for the peacemaker. I know some good people in the traveller community, yeah, who are really, really good for making peace and keeping the peace, settling arguments and all that sort of stuff. Now, I'm not going to mention their names, they probably know who it is anyway, but there's some great people out there for that. And I'll tell you yeah, now Yeah, and you have those. And they are, they are travellers. You
1: have those. Um, what's that thing in um, a bare knuckle foy? What are they called? Yeah the fair play men Fair play men They're like peacekeepers
0: Yeah but they are They're doing a great job If they're there in the middle And they're they're separating two lads And they're giving them That opportunity And they're sort of looking at that Come on shake hands You have enough now Leave it out You had a good fight And all this carry on Well then they're blessed Because they're doing a good thing They're trying to put a stop To a fight And they want the two guys That's fighting to be friends they want them to shake hands. They want them just to settle it right after a minute or two and have enough. off. Instead of letting them slug it out all day and hurting each other and doing damage to each other and making more badness for each other, there's a certain there's a little bit of uh, a certain place it has to go to for everybody to be happy. Yeah, that's right. It's sort of a, it's like a way of settling that actual argument. So sometimes um, two fellas dare to hate each other and they want to have a few clouds they're mad at each other. If they get a couple of thumps at each other, that might be enough then to say, look, at, right, get them to shake hands and all the badness is knocked out of it then. It's like they got something off their chest kind of stuff. Do you know that sort of thing?
1: Because they mightn't be able to talk it out and say, look, this is what's going on with me. Can I sit down with you and talk about talk about this stuff?
0: They yeah. mightn't be able to do that. We talked about it before where um, sometimes people are, you might say... Sort of too much pride in them for To even think about doing that
1: So the peacekeeper Or the fair play can man Can help them get from that place yeah. of, of pride That's right Over to and the next place And make
0: see See sense kind of thing And sort of get them To an understanding Where looking at it, You don't have to be like this You don't need to do this But also you gives them the space to, to allow them to Release that anger Because if we don't yeah, release the right. anger it can be worse Yeah It can get worse We have to release that anger Anger is a good emotion If it's released properly So if you um, If you fell out with somebody Yeah Would you want to go And have a bare knuckle Fight with them For to release your anger No So what makes you think Then the traveller man Is good for Because I him, see it But why do you think It's good for him
1: Why do I think It's good for him Because I see people uh, When they don't do it When they don't uh, Release that anger They're still angry there's, it's still within yeah, them Yeah
0: but isn't that what we say about And it, it
1: builds up And it builds up And it builds up And then you get feuds yeah, it, it Not just in travelling people But in anybody Yeah I know yeah. There's a bit of In humans There's a bit where we have anger And we think it's a bad emotion And I'm I'm saying It's alright It's alright to be angry
0: It's alright to fight It's alright to, to have a knock Well it, it depends it, it depends if they're letting this anger overtake them Like that's what we talked about Remember we talked about forgiveness but there's also the, such thing as releasing your anger through
1: physicality, yeah, through but if boxing, you, uh, if, through you, uh, if you, fighting.
0: Yeah, but it doesn't have to be fighting. It does not have to be fighting. Forget about this thing where yeah, you think you have to do. You're, you're, you're telling yourself you have to fight to release this anger. If you forgive somebody, then you can release your anger. Just by forgiving. forgiving people, if you forgive somebody, right, and you're angry with them, you're actually tying yourself down to that anger. You're letting that anger overtake your life. But if you forgive them, you're actually releasing yourself. You're uh, you're setting yourself free. You're opening a new door to a new world for yourself just by forgiving. Now, it's not easy. Forgiveness is not an easy thing to do, depending on the level of... Uh, Anger that somebody has caused for you, like, you know what I mean? Sometimes it can be easy, but then sometimes it might take a long time to forgive somebody. But the day that you forgive somebody is the day that you actually set yourself free. It, it has, at times, settled bigger, bigger problems, yes. Everybody walks away winners, if you like, because something has been put to bed and forgotten about, which is a beautiful, beautiful feeling. Even if you're never involved, if it's nothing to do with you, When you hear that somebody has settled an argument, or has put it to bed, or just look at became friends again, that's a wonderful feeling. So that's that's God working in these people. I was listening to
1: Roger Waters from Pink Floyd. Yes, you know Pink Floyd, the singers, yeah. So Roger Waters from Pink Floyd was on Joe Rogan's podcast, and he was talking about that he's constantly thinking about the big fight that's happening in the world. And the big fight is between Russia and NATO or Russia and America. Mm. And they're threatening a big fight as in nuclear war. Yes. And there hasn't been that level of a fight or a threat in 60 years, 50 years. His father died in, I think it was World War II. So he knows about war. He knows about fighting. He's a 75-year-old man. You know, he has a big voice. He'd be well-respected in certain circles, well-respected around the world. Mm. He'd be known as a peacekeeper in certain circles. You know what I mean? He's trying to keep the peace in Palestine between Israelis and Palestinians, people who have two different religious beliefs. Yes. He actually, so Joe Rogan says, what have you done about Ukraine? And he said, well, I've sent a handwritten letter To the leader of America And the leader of Russia And the leader of the Ukraine Asking for peace Talking to them going So there's nothing here That we can't talk about If you're willing to talk about it That's right It can be solved And that for me At the moment They're having a knock They're in a field In Ukraine now Having a knock off each other They're just using different weapons Yes You know what I mean And there's blood And there's pain And there's death And there's misery and all he's asking for is going, do you think you can forgive each other? Talk, just talk. Just talk, just have dialogue. Just, do you want it? But the will has to be there. The will, the choice. We can choose whatever we want. We can choose to go into heaven. Yeah. If we want, if we make the right decisions and we have the right behaviours. We
0: can, yeah, we can choose to, we can choose to want to go to heaven. But our behaviours are the things that, that get us in there or not. Yeah, that's right. We can't be, uh We can't uh, say we're a peaceful man and still be a blackguard.
1: No, so that's only a lie then. We're only lying to ourselves. That's what I'm
0: saying, yes. Back to peace. For a person to have peace or to, say, be given peace, you actually have to want peace. You can't, uh, as you said about a lie, you can't lie to yourself, want peace in your life, but not be willing to make it. So that would be a difference in... in, uh, in real and true peace in your lives.
1: So I think sometimes when you have feuds, for example, and that's a feud, that's the biggest fucking feud there is, right? Nuclear war is the biggest feud there is. Yes. A traveller family fighting against another traveler family is another feud.
0: It is, but the thing about it is that every every argument is a big argument. Because the only people feel the effects of it is the people that's caught up in it. So regardless if it's worldwide or it's not worldwide it still affects that individual that's involved. Just on
1: the feuding thing, because I know we have, we have this thing in our heads sometimes when we're in a feud or when we're in a fight that we get caught up in the history of it and the emotions of it and the revenge of it. And this person done this to my country 100 years ago and I just can't let that go. Yeah, we exactly. have that in our own country in Ireland. That's right. I just can't let that go. They done
0: this, and I want my revenge. to have. If people could understand more about forgiveness and use forgiveness as a weapon, let's let's put it this way, you couldn't explain to them, even if you wanted to, how happy they could be if they used their their forgiveness as a weapon.
1: Man, I've known you about a year, and for me, that's the most... Profound thing you've said Well whatever comes to my mind So And that's why I'm saying to you Stop kicking yourself For not knowing All the information And all the knowledge Brother Okay And Mm. I'm being as honest As I can here That's the most profound thing I've ever heard you say Use forgiveness as a weapon It's like kind of using love As a weapon Yeah throw it everywhere Using peace as a weapon
0: Put it out there Yeah peace Same thing Use, Use peace as a weapon Because It's a way of Uh it's a way of settling stuff but it's a genuine way of setting yourself free and if um go back to Ukraine and and Russia if they could forgive each other they'd be literally setting the whole world free there's no mistake about that Ooh,
1: I'm getting a bit inside I'm getting That's a powerful, little bit isn't it? Power, I'm getting a little bit emotional it's a yeah. little it's powerful it's you just, can feel I can feel that inside me
0: yeah it just depends which way we look at things or which way we actually express. Uh, sometimes, well, not maybe not sometimes, probably all the time, it takes words alone. Words alone can stop a war. Now, words can also start a war, which I'm assuming that is what causes wars. But words alone can stop wars. Just powerful words. Words with meanings that will, like, Let's say touch people's hearts. Yeah,
1: genuine, genuine. But if we're
0: up there and we're thick and we think, look at nothing is going to stop us now, then there'll always be a war. Always, if there's never a war on the outside, there'll always be a war inside us. But as again, back to the one thing: let it go. We have to let it go. We can't assume that we um, that we're right in absolutely everything. Because sometimes that can be a very, very, very big problem being thinking that we're right in everything. Now don't get me wrong, I do be right in ninety nine percent point nine of the things, but not everything. That was a joke, Dean. Honestly. I said I was I, I do be right in ninety nine point nine percent in everything. I've been sarcastic. <laughs> Stop using sarcasm. <laughs> I know, I love it. I just I can't help it, I love using it. You're you're a brute lad though. Doesn't uh, work. Sure, I know I am brute ladder. That's why I keep doing it. <laughs>
1: Sorry, it's being sarcastic. But I
0: am trying to, I am trying, trying to make, I am trying to make perfection with my
1: sarcasm. No, just see that, see that other shit that you just said a few minutes ago.
0: Yeah, that for me is your no, gift. I am serious about that. i for me is your gift. Put your energy into that, Dean. I do put energy into that. I am very listen. Have I seen two young lads fighting this minute? I grab a hold of the two of them, and I literally shout at them and tell them, "Look." Shake hands, make peace, forget about, you don't need to be fighting, why are you fighting? We do not need to fight, I don't care where it comes from, I don't care what anyone thinks, we do not need to fight, fighting should not be a way of life for nobody. Simple as, that's how it is, that's in my books anyway, and I'm not saying everybody would agree with that, we all want to be out there and getting, uh, let's say, get a pinch at each other, if you like. For what? To satisfy the demons that's inside us. Not good enough I
1: remember years ago I, I punched the fella in the head Oh I don't believe this You just went and blew it Dean I punched the fella in the head right And I was over something Like tiny Something trivial But it doesn't matter what I was over I punched the fella in the head And he dropped to the ground And I realised in that moment I could have killed him there yeah. I, I was 10 years of age right. He was 10 years of age uh, Did you ever see a little wall That you want to sit on And I wanted to sit on it and he was sitting on it And he wouldn't let me on it Right So I dragged him off And punched him in the head And right. dropped him onto the floor And at that moment I so, just thought So
0: And were you little friends before this? We were friends yeah Did you become friends afterwards? We were
1: friends after it Did I you got, feel bad about it? I felt I just got a little reality check on. I could have killed him there So was that a learner for you For the rest of your life? For, yeah For the whole of my life I've never life. I've never Hit another person in anger since then No so, it was a learner then. Absolutely. It yeah. was a fucking wake up call. Who do, I, who do I think I am to physically strike another person in anger?
0: I don't think it's a thing that should be done. Look, I can honestly say I have been angry in the past myself. I have got into the bits of, say, silly arguments years and years ago. Um, whether I'm right or wrong on it, my way of dealing with it was praying for them, that person or them people. Honestly, that's how I've done. I've... Done, I've Physically, let's say, use my energy, if you like, my time, praying for the other people. I've seen good changes coming to, to to certain people that I prayed for. Thanks be to God. In a sense, it's like you want to bring the, the good out in people. We're not all bad, like, you know what I mean? Even if we make mistakes, even if we fall out, even if we happen to be getting angry with somebody or for one reason or another... I think everybody needs a break Everyone needs a chance To sort of Let's say revive themselves And Be that better person
1: Okay so prayers right uh, I don't know how many people Live in Ukraine How many people live in Russia But yes. I'm sure There's millions, millions of them yeah And I'm sure Every single hour Of every single day yeah. Millions of people Are praying Yes Praying 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 yes. Praying Yes For an end to war yes. And peace Yes
0: I know what you're coming at But go on anyway And where I'm coming at is Why is it still happening? Why is it still happening? Because we need more prayers. But also think if it wasn't for the grace of God and the prayers from these people, things would be ten times worse. The whole world could be fighting. Not just Ukraine and not just Russia.
1: But with nuclear war, it's essentially the whole world is fighting because if one nuclear won't happen. If one bomb goes off
0: it won't happen. Well, they're threatening it. But it won't happen. Because God will not give them the power to let it happen. Believe me.
1: But they've done it. They've, they've done nuclear bombs. No, they've done little tests of small things. They've as well done...
0: If we tell that to the people who live in... in uh, stuff out there. I know In that. Japan, yes. in Nagasaki
1: and Hiroshima. But Back then, they
0: used That's them. right. It happened, They used yes. them. They did do them. They pressed it happened, the button. But it they dropped the bomb. Yeah, but it didn't, it didn't destroy the whole world. It destroyed the areas that they were in. Now, don't forget... If it wasn't for prayer, it would be a lot worse also. So whatever's going on in this world, and if you're praying for that situation, always remember, it might have been worse. So yes, you're right. There probably is millions of people praying for them. I pray myself for them. I
1: would say there's possibly a billion people in this world praying every night for an end to war. Yeah, and how many
0: billion people in the world altogether? About eight. Eight billion. Yeah. And you think there might be one billion praying. Tonight, yeah, all over the world. It's possible. It is possible. Um, But the truth is, there's not enough prayer in this world. There's too much bad things happening in this world. We are not allowing God to do his good work in this world. Why? Why? Because we push him out of our lives in every possible way. Why? There's a lot of us in Ireland who are claimed to be Catholics. We don't pray. We don't go to mass. We don't receive the body of Christ. We don't receive confessions. Ireland has always been a great country. It's always been a very religious country. If we go back 40 years, Ireland was a more holier country. And there was less or bad things happening in it. In this
1: country 30 years ago, yeah. there was war. The thing called the Troubles.
0: Up right. in Northern Ireland, where there yes. was bombs going That's off. Right. That's right, there was, yes.
1: You know what I mean? Choices that people made. Yeah, yeah, so we had loads of religion then.
0: T- no, 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 hold on for one second. We're not going to go too deep into that. Listen, that was happening in Northern Ireland. Okay. Yeah, it was happening in Southern I, Ireland w- as well. I just said to you, I was talking about Ireland. Ireland was a more religious country, and it was. Yeah,
1: but we also had...
0: Everybody was We also up. had war. Right, one second. War didn't say that we, we, we didn't... Um, didn't make the claim that we didn't have faith. There was there was a stronger faith, a stronger fate in Ireland. And think for the it was a poorer country, people were literally not starving but they hunger, but not far from it. be honest, it was a lot of poverty. It was worse than in the poverty side of what it is now. But on the other hand, people still went to mass, they prayed, they stuck together. They had faith in God and it brought them through it all. Okay. A lot of hard times. Now, on the other hand, today uh religion is almost out the door, especially the Catholic faith. And as again, I'm not talking for everybody, because some people might like to hear this. There's not as much uh people going to mass, not as much people praying. We're down um our priests now, we're very very great big shortage of priests. Um, some of our churches are getting closed down.
1: Uh,
0: So why do you think that is? Because I think it is, we're pushing God out the door. Why do you think we're pushing God out the door? Because
1: we're losing faith. Okay, so I'm going to ask again, why why are we losing faith?
0: We're not practicing it, so it's it's, it's leaving us. But if we stay in touch with God, we will always have our faith and it will get stronger.
1: So do you think in this country that the church has has like, any, any role in
0: the fact that people aren't into it anymore? No, because the, I, I don't think it's anything to do with the church because people have again have to make their own decisions like years ago they'd say Look, people would pass the Pope to get to the church and now they pass the church to get to the Pope so what, what does that tell you? It means they don't go to Mass it means they don't go into the church even when the churches are opened, you don't go in to say a prayer so, therefore, we're setting ourselves apart from God. We are genuinely pushing ourselves away, whether we realize it or not. So, what's the reason for that? One reason is, is that uh, we live in so busy of a world that um, we're allowing ourselves to be distracted let's say, by the earthly possessions.
1: Yeah, but there's an o- also another argument that a lot of the pain that has happened in this country has come through church, come through the Catholic religion. Yeah, but religion. See,
0: this is it, you see, but there's also weaknesses in the church. Absolutely. Just, just just like you said at the start of this, there's saints that are in purgatory. There's yes. saints that are in hell. Now, first of all, I'm not here to judge anybody, but I'm simply saying that, uh, let's say, the world is losing its faith. I guess if you were talking to somebody now in their 70s, I bet they'd have a great story to tell about the church and about faith and about, about the faith that people have in God. Now, don't get me wrong. There is people still that don't go to the church, but they have their own personal relationship with God. They will do their prayers at home. They'll like, be kind to people, they treat people right. They'll invite God into their lives, into their homes, into their families. There's a lot of that, It's great, good good people for that. Um, there's just not as much, uh, the teachings now as well, the teachings aren't as, as much. Like um, years ago in school, the first thing in the morning you do the morning prayer. Before you go home in the evening from school, you do the evening prayer. You see, that doesn't happen now.
1: So I think that conversation about religion, especially in an Irish situation, is difficult because religion has caused war in this country. In Ireland, when I was growing up, religion was talked about on the news morning, noon and night in terms of Catholic and Protestants and different religions yeah, and so right. on. Uh, and that that caused war here. The other thing that, that, like you were saying there, that if you ask somebody who's 70 now who, you know... Uh, what's their memory
0: they'll tell you a good story uh, okay so what, the, what I'm saying is
1: what I'm saying is exactly another 70 year old will tell you horror stories that they've had of, yes. of their experience right. you know what I
0: mean yeah, I, I understand that also but uh, what, what I was uh, specifically saying was if you ask a 70 year old person who has a good fate who has fate they'll tell you a good story Remember what I was saying earlier on with Gore, yeah? We were talking about heaven, yeah. I love talking about that, right? <laughs> I know you this do. This is, oh, this <laughs> is my uh, <laughs> happiness. Um,
1: I'm getting Mattress make a contract up in heaven. When, you go to, uh,
0: when we go to, uh, to, I don't know, Yeah, you can slag it, all right?
1: No, I'm just, here, yeah, you were the one talking about the beds.
0: Yes. What's, what's Mattress Meek got you <laughs> in heaven? He can sort us out. <laughs> I'm sure he's looking for tickets as well, is he? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway... When when I go to Medjugorje, I, I sort of describe this to myself, right? People are asking me, um, what's it like? And I say to them, I said, I can't describe it. It's so beautiful over there. It's so nice. Medjugorje is, as you know, is in Croatia, yeah? It's a, a land where a lady appeared, yeah? And it's absolutely adorable, yeah? There's been lots and lots of miracles took place over there, right? There's lots of... Uh, you know, if you want to YouTube now? you'll see all the different testimonies that people have given from healings through the power of our Blessed Mother. When people ask me about Medjugorje, I'd say, um, I I I can't describe how it is because it was so beautiful. I was, let's say, so full of life. It was like the Holy Spirit was living inside me. That's how good I felt. I couldn't find words good enough to describe how good Mejigori was and the experience I had over there. So the only words that came to my mind was, it was like a piece of heaven. Mm. That's the way I described Međuguri to people. People that were asking me that hadn't been there and saying to me, uh, what do you think of Međuguri? What was it like? And had you a good time over there? Uh, I had a good time, but it was all in prayer. My whole week was in prayer. The only way that I could describe it was, and I was really meant it deeply like major goy for me was like I was a piece of heaven. It's like I it was in heaven. So if to ask you the question, how do you know if you were never in heaven? Maybe it's just God is putting the words into my mouth. Or mm. our lady. It was as if our lady was just saying to me, Look at this is what heaven is like. The joy giving you a sample. Yes. The joy. So it's like uh um the joy, the peace Everything about it, say the prayer itself, the, um, the candlelight procession, the churches, the mass, the grotto, everything about it was absolutely peaceful and beautiful. So it was like, um, how would I say it? It's like Our Lady is saying to you in, in her, her own words, um, do you want more of this? If you want more of this, keep following me.
1: So I had a question I wanted to ask: Is there different heavens? Is there different heavens?
0: Yeah, you know, like so. I don't know if there's different heavens, but the heaven that I experience in Magogoria Lords, yeah, that's the heaven that I want. Okay,
1: so say um,
0: Muslims or Protestants? No, I think we're all going to the one place because we all believe in God. We all believe in God, but we just um, we practice and we preach our different faiths. Yeah. But I do believe that we all believe in the one God. So are like Born again Christians, there, for instance, mm-hmm. um, they believe in Jesus Christ. They believe in God, our Father Almighty. They believe there is a heaven. They believe in the Holy Spirit. Now, they do believe in Our Lady, but they don't pray to Our Lady, but they love her. What they believe is going. Basically, bringing their hearts directly to Jesus, but I can't do that. I believe Our Lady is the mediator between us and Jesus, us and God, us and heaven. So she's the mediatrix in our lives. So we go to her, we pray to her. Whatever our intentions might be, or our prayers might be, or our faith might be. If it's weak, we pray to her to strengthen it for us, strengthen our faith in Our Lady and in Our Lord and Our Lady will bring our prayers to Jesus bring them to heaven for us that's so, my faith and my belief do you remember we were
1: talking to Richie a few weeks ago yes and we were talking about he went off and done some medicine yes so I went and done some medicine right and I met what you would call Mary uh, who's Mary well, our um Mother Mary.
0: No, for you, who was Mary?
1: So what, what the way I experienced it was, and this is why I was asking about different faiths and different religions, the way I experienced it was uh one, it was like Mother Earth. Uh, uh I, I would call a mama ayahuasca. And then I also experienced her as Mary with a veil during the journey that I went on. So when you say you got a sense of or you got a sample of heaven I got exactly the same thing So As do in, you believe
0: in heaven? What
1: I felt was there is a place that is within us that is all love that all we have to do is open ourselves to it and we go there so that's what I felt just like you were saying earlier on if we want it if we choose it if we make the decision Well then, that's what happens. So, did you have to take herbs to feel this? Yeah. You did? Yeah. See, that's the difference. I've also experienced it without that, through different things, like what you would call prayer, I would call meditation. So, you know when you pray? Yes. Well, I would call that meditation. Um, So, I've experienced it through that as well. Like, I do meditate on my prayer. Yeah, yeah, so it's, it's exactly the same thing. Just like we discussed before, the word priest and the word rabbi and the word shaman, yes. they're all similar words for the, describing the same thing. Just because we call it a priest and someone else calls it a vicar doesn't mean it's different.
0: Uh, are you saying to me, Gene, you experienced um, like powerful feelings? Is that what you're saying? I experienced heaven. Was it from your heart, from your soul? I experienced heaven. Yes, was it from your heart, from your soul, or was it uh, an imagination or something like that? It
1: wasn't an imagination. It wasn't was no. I was there. I was in it.
0: Yeah, so what, um, what did you believe in that moment then?
1: That we all came from and go back to the one place that is love. So you do believe in heaven then? So I experienced heaven, yeah, but I don't, the way I see it, and this is what I was trying to say about the different religions. Because we all have different ways that we see it, believe in it, and and the words that are behind it. If
0: you say you experience heaven,
1: what was heaven like for you in your experience? It was like
0: a beautiful place that was full of love. Yeah, well, that would, uh, that would, uh, I would describe heaven as that, yes. Exactly
1: the same. So when I'm asking you about beds, I'm not trying to take the piss out of you. I'm just trying to explore in your head, because I'm not in your head or in your heart. I'm trying to explore what is that, because I was in a
0: place like that. Right. Well, I'm, again, back, uh, talk about heaven. I do not know what heaven is like. But as I explained to you earlier on about Medjugorje and about. Say Lord's where Our Lady appeared also. Uh, my only explanation I can give is like, uh, it's like Our Lady was putting these words and thoughts into my mind. This is a part of heaven. For me. When I was on this journey I was on, I
1: met what you call Our Lady. Yes. She was there and she showed me the way to go home. Right Yeah She was there With her veil Standing there Holding me And you believed that Well I was there Just like when you were In so you Medjugorje that. Yeah 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 yes. When you were in Medjugorje And you went It's like She's given me A sample of what it's like Yes This is
0: exactly The experience that I had But in a different faith. Is that what you're saying to me y-
1: Yeah Yours is kind of like From the Bible From the Catholic Christian religion Yes This actually This is really interesting this was actually showed me all of the religions. Right, come on. So when I went on this journey, it showed me all of the religions. The Native American, the Inca, the um, Egyptian, the Catholic.
0: All the different religions. showed me
1: them all. And it said to me, basically, they're all the same. They're all just bringing you home.
0: Uh, yeah, see, this is this is why I don't... Um I don't judge other people's uh, religions and the faith they have because I do still believe that there's only one God above us all, no matter what religion we are. Mm -hmm. I do believe that.
1: So what happens here on this earth is that we get caught up in our own little games and religions and other things cause Mm -hmm. wars. You know what I mean? Our Our own... External stuff like I don't know what Putin wants in Russia. I don't know, I haven't got a clue what he wants. I don't know what Joe Biden
0: wants in America. Yeah. But I'm sure it's not love. No, it's not love. And that means there's um they're lost. And it means for a person that don't know what they want in life and they're they're chasing after something that's gonna make no no sense in the end, it means there's an emptiness inside them. That needs fulfilling. And they think that power or property or money or land is going to fulfill its emptiness. It's not. It's called a temporary happiness. If you want a real and true happiness, we get that from God above.
1: And what's what's that phrase, if you don't believe in... If you don't believe in something, if you'll you fall for anything. If you do believe in something,
0: you'll fall for anything. Yeah, that's, yeah, a, yeah. that's a good one. there. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Kind of like they're searching
1: outside for all of the stuff and all they have to do is forgive themselves. It's what goes on
0: inside. And yep, inside. inside is what counts. Forget about the outside. The outside is we're craving for this, we're craving for that. There's some people even chasing, uh, chasing stuff in this world that they don't need. They don't even know if they even wanted or needed never mind not not never mind known that they don't need it So sure, we're chasing attention uh well Which, attention yeah you know what i mean we, please uh, look at me please look like me there's money seeking there's property seeking there's land seeking there's revenge there's power seeking there's all these things yes and if you think uh where's all our past presidents where's our, all our past businessmen Where's all our past, um, let's say, whatever, architects, uh, Singers. singers, film actors, all these people that had power, but only power here on earth, no power inside them, no power in heaven. Where are they all today? What were they chasing after? They were chasing after nothing, absolutely nothing. So that's it. They wanted everything, but everything meant nothing in the end. That's
1: an interesting thing. So when I was was on this um, medicine, I had an opportunity to see all the stuff I was chasing and see all the stuff I was running away from. Sometimes we're running away from stuff like shame and guilt and resentment. And sometimes we're chasing stuff like attention
0: or power or money or whatever it is. Attention seeking is not is not great, it's not a good thing. There's no harm in looking good, like don't get me wrong. You can like you can dress up good and get your old hair cut and stuff like that. There's nothing wrong with that. But yes, if you're if you're always on the let's say you're always on the trying to be on let's say the centre line if you like. It's not good. It's um I suppose it can make a person look stupid at times, probably. But it also can make them lose themselves. So let me have a, Let me just
1: explain what I was trying to talk about there. This medicine, or this meditation, or this prayers, or whatever I was, yeah, yes. This this feeling that I had, this place that I was in, it was showing me all of the stuff I was running towards, and all of the stuff I was running away from. And sometimes we're running away from stuff we don't even realize what we're running away from. The stuff, right? And it showed me it's a choice. I can choose to continue to run away from this stuff. Or I can turn around and look at it, or I can choose continue to try and chase this stuff, or I can turn around and look at it.
0: And so which was good and which was bad? The stuff, you were running or the stuff them, you're running from, both of them were
1: kind of the same. It was like it was it was one and the same thing. as it was saying, look, you're chasing that and you're running from that. Just hold on for a second and just stop and try sit, to get a balance here. Like sit where sit where you are and try and get a balance. What are you running from and what are you chasing? Mm. And it was kind of like we're always moving. To the future and running from the past Or thinking about the past And frustrated about the future And it was kind of teaching me
0: Just sit where you are Just be where you are It's coincidence that you actually said that about About the future I was reading the I have a little blue book at home yeah And I was actually reading the one in my mother's home as well She's one And I do open this little Say a little prayer first and open this book randomly and there's some lovely messages from our lady. It's our lady's blue book, we call it, yeah? And that was one of the things that she it was she said. It's our lady's messages basically. And that was the one one of the things she said on the book was, in other words, stop thinking about about your past, but also stop worrying about your future. And so I read it again and I read it again and I kept reading it over and over and over. Because I wanted it to register in me because I have that habit of worrying about the future for one reason or another. I shouldn't be. I think probably everybody does. I'm guessing everybody does anyway. Me in particular, I have that kind of habit of worrying about, like I have my faith, and I know things will be good, please God, because I leave things in God's hands. But there's that little thing in me where I worry about, not everything, certain things in the future. And I know deep inside me that I shouldn't be worrying about them. Because if my faith is stronger, then I wouldn't have to worry. So that's where it sort of comes back to me again. That at these moments, that's when I find my faith weak. So I'm telling myself, look, if I ever if I had a stronger faith, then I wouldn't have to worry about anything. Because I'd be the reality of it is I'd be leaving everything in God's hands, and just say, Jesus, look, you you deal with this.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't have to be twenty things we're worrying about. It really only has to be one. Yeah, because sometimes it one can thing be one can thing. take our all our focus.
0: Yeah, take all your attention. That's or right.
1: One thing in our past, you know, some regret we have or some romantic, beautiful memory, and we're always thinking about the past. Yeah, oh yeah. remember that, remember we had this and it was perfect. Actually, you can hold on to that for the rest of your life and not be right here right now yeah. with yourself. And I which think a, it's with um, your family.
0: I know I'm probably getting too deep in certain circle. No, deep is, deep is where we have to go. I think um, it's the devil's way of trying to distract our peace or upset our peace. When we think of, uh, when we think of let's say, whatever might be in the past to say wrong things or stupid things, and it might not mean anything at all in the first place, but, and also worrying about the future, because I think I think it, the fact that it's disturbing our peace. Do you know now? Yeah. But if we don't allow that to happen to us, let nothing disturb our peace. And just leave things in God's hands. And have that faith knowing in your heart and in your soul that God is going to take care of everything and make everything right. Then you're not you're not leaving no gaps there. You're leaving no gaps for nobody to come in. And and disturb that peace that's inside you, within your family or around you, but also inside your heart.
1: Yeah, but so what you're, stru- you're, what you're also saying there is that thing that causes you to think about the past or the future yeah. can also just be within you. You know uh, what I mean? It doesn't have to be somebody else outside of you. It can be just Martin just needs to have more faith in that everything is going to be...
0: Yeah, but at the same time, you are actually allowing, you're allowing, you're leaving that door opened. For your your own head or your heart to drift. Yes. So you're getting distracted here now. So your faith is weakening. Why? Because you're allowing that to happen to you. But if you have the stronger faith and be more positive about everything, then there's no room for negativity. So... Your faith stays strong because you're being strong.
1: You know these guys who are in charge of the world? Like the presidents, the fellas with the power. I don't think anything of them. We talk that they might be chasing something like power. They they are, they are chasing power. But So if they're chasing something, are they also... They're
0: chasing an emptiness. Are they they also running from something? It's possible, yes.
1: And if they are, what would that be? What are they running from? Uh, They're probably running from the good stuff in their lives.
0: They're running from the good stuff. Yeah, the good things in their lives. What do you mean? Without realising it. They're running from the thing that can bring them true happiness. But they're chasing the thing that can only bring them temporary happiness. It's never going to last. Never.
1: And also, I think that they might be running... They might be running from their
0: pain inside. They mightn't even take time. They mightn't even take that moment to feel pain inside. Because they're so interested... And so concentrated in, all the, in the thing ahead of them that they want. They want more and more and more and more and more. And they have, they, they have so much. They realise, what's happening here? Why do I want all this? I have everything now. I'm at the top of the ladder. Where do I go from here? I go straight to the bottom again and the inside. Mm. Because why? I've fulfilled something that I taught was going to bring me happiness. But now I realize the emptiness is still there inside me. So I've obviously been chasing the wrong thing. So now let's go back to where I left behind and see, is that what really brings me happiness? Is that what really brings me fulfillment? Is that what really fills the emptiness inside me? So the reality of it is, there can be the most educated people in the world, there can be the most powerful people on this earth, Not in heaven, on earth, they can be the most, as you would say, the most loudest speakers. They realised everything that they were chasing meant nothing in the end. And if you want an example of that, yeah? Let's say, for instance, right? You're a young lad, yeah? And say, I'm just saying this, you join a boxing club, yeah? And you start doing good in that boxing club. And you want to win a fight, you win the next fight, you win the next fight, the next fight after that. And before you know it then, you're 30 years old and you're boxing professional fights. You want that fight, don't you? You want to win it. And you go on, you win it. And then you go on another one. Then there's another one, another one, another one. Before you know it, your bank account's overflowing with money. You have a new mansion. You have a new car. You have all the belts. Now you're at the very, very, very top. Where do you go from there? Where do you go? It's all material every bit of it, is material. So now, you've, you've, you, you've conquered everything that you thought was going to bring you happiness, but then your, your, your mind comes to a stop, a standstill, and you realize, is this what really brings me happiness? No, it's not. But you don't, they, they don't realize that until they actually get there. Now, they're searching for something else. They're at the top of that ladder. There's no more steps to climb. So now they're searching for something else. They have to take a different direction to see what is it that really makes me happy. Some people turn to drugs. Some people turn to drink. Some people turn to gambling. Some people try to find ways to spend money. Some people go on holidays. They go on so much holidays, the excitement leaves the holidays. There's no more excitement left in these holidays. Where do I turn to? What do I do now? Where do I go to? Uh, by the grace of God, they might have a family, they might have a wife and some kids that they can turn to for happiness, real and true happiness, not just material happiness, not just happiness that's only there as a temporary object. So the real happiness is now, for them now, is in their family, but they didn't realise this because they were chasing the other thing. You see? So now they're back to their family, and they're feeling it. Now they know, look at all this, this is where the love is. The love is not in the mansion. The love is not in the money. The love is not in my big fancy Bentley car. The love is not in my boxing gloves. The love is not in all the, all the lads and the promoters that surrounded me, that I thought did love me, and, they had, and had respect for me and cared about me. All you ever cared about was money. The love
1: isn't in me six businesses. It isn't in the fact yeah. that I'm forcing a group of people to do something that they don't want to do. It isn't
0: all the political power. They turn back then if if they're lucky enough by the grace of God, they have built up a family in all these years. So now they're turning back to their family, the wife, the kids. If they're not if they're not old if they're not too old, then the grandkids. If, if they have gone that far, without realizing where their real and true happiness was. So now they're beginning to realize that everything they ever wanted was inside them. They didn't take the time to stop where their real and true happiness was. And it was love. Inside them and around them, but not in the things they were chasing. That's why so many fella, so many people fall and fall hard. From the top, as they thought, was the top. But that's going to continue. It will always continue. Yeah, when that's, that's the everyone's world, that's everyone's own own world journey is about power.
1: Yeah, but the world is also about coming here and living your life and learning those lessons and using your decisions, your choices, and your will to point in whatever direction you think is the way to go.
0: It's sad if people don't learn these
1: lessons. Yeah, but people don't. If people don't learn the lessons, in your world, they go to purgatory or they go to hell.
0: Not, in, no, I don't mean in, the, in a sense of punishment. I don't mean it like that. The other lessons, yeah, the other lesson. Some part of the lesson is chasing the wrong thing, chasing something that's no good for us, chasing that's chasing something that's irrelevant, completely irrelevant to our lives. So we think. That that's, we look, at the, we look at this mountain and we go,
1: that's the mountain I want to climb.
0: Yes, I think we've said something like this before, where we think we need it all. We don't need it all.
1: Yeah, when is, when is enough enough? When are we full? When are we fulfilled? When is that space that we think we're trying to fill? When does it get filled? Um, so there's a story, there's a fella um, rode from New York to Galway. Damien Brown is his name. Rode in a little Rombo. He rode a rowing boat, from he where? He rode across the Atlantic Ocean.
0: Yes, very good.
1: Yeah, on his own solo rowing trip. Did you
0: just say from New York, New York, New York to, Galway. to Galway?
1: He rode in was a boat. Was he an
0: Irish man, he, he was?
1: An Irish man in a boat. When he got to Galway, um he was being interviewed, and one of the fellas says, uh, you know, what was it like? and da, da 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 He said, What did you miss? And he said, What I missed was what I crave is a deeper connection with people. Yes, He said, going on a journey like that Gives you a great perspective as to On what's his own, was he? On his own It gives you a great perspective yes. as to what's important he was, nearly, he was emotional, he was nearly crying It was great to see Life. A big, huge rugby fella Sailed across the Atlantic Ocean 112 days on his own oh You know, all types of weather Boat capsized three times The yes. man puts the microphone in his face And he said, what did you miss? And he says, I missed the connection with people Yes, he said that's the lesson I learned. So basically, the whole thing may not do that. Well, the whole thing did. He in learned sense, that lesson in a
0: sense. He well, he
1: learned that lesson. He had to go on that journey to learn that lesson.
0: Yeah. So you know he what I taught. Mean? He thought doing this was actually going to fulfill uh, fulfill. Possibly, yeah. But what he realized was, what
1: fills my heart, what fulfills me, what makes me feel connected, is people. Yes. Is the simple things, is just walking down the road, holding your niece's hand. Going into a shop and sitting down and having a coffee and a conversation. Yeah. It's not the medals and the awards and the adulation and the you're a superhero. It's the human side of life basically. It's just that human love connection. Yeah. That human love connection and I think that those lads that are doing war around the world probably what they are running away from is that human connection because that's undeniable. If you have that human connection you can't kill if you have that love inside
0: you. Well, I think kill. I think kill. that says the same thing for 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 us all. Like, if you're say if you if you're going away from home now, let it be for a couple of hours, or let it be for a couple of days. Does that inside you where you you just can't wait to get home, basically to your family? Like, you know what I mean? So some people can't wait to get away from home. Uh, no, I'm not like that. I I actually don't like going away from home. If, I, uh, if I'm going somewhere like... And, and the reason is that because your home
1: is an environment that's good for you, that you feel yeah, stronger right. in. Some yeah. people don't.
0: For some people, their home environment isn't the place where they feel. Yeah, I do feel that way. Thanks be to God for that. And again, that's by the grace of God. I uh, If I, for instance if I was going from here now to... Just say Cork, anywhere like that day, for, and take a, it's three or four hours drive, whatever. Well, I'm actually... Even on my way down, I'm looking forward to getting home. And I'm sure, like, probably everyone feels the same way about that. But, yeah, you're probably right about the sense where some people can be gone for a day or a week and they haven't got that longing to be home. I'm just different. If I were, Like, if I went to, say, from here to England now, for instance, and if I have something to do, I'll take whatever time it needs to do it. But after that, then, I like to... Uh, I like to think that I'm not lost or wasting time or stuff like that. I'd like to be just, I want to be home with my family, simple as. And that's that's just the way I feel. That's no pretense like... But but
1: also that's a great position to be in because you have a family that loves you and that wants you there and that you want to be there with them. That's not the case for everybody. I would imagine President Putin or Joe Biden aren't coming from a place where their family situation, their family home... Is full of love and they want them back. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, I possible. don't think you get to that place where you're carrying out war around the world. Yeah, for people like that, there's something missing. There's something, something missing. Very, that, very that's that's why I'm trying to say. Missing. I think there's something missing with them, and I think yeah, man, that rower
0: said it. There's something missing. Is that human connection? Yeah, that was a good, actually a good answer to that person. That asked, him the, that asked him the the question. Yeah, and, and this he ge- really meant that because he felt it. 100%. He was ha- isolated on a, how long? 112 days?
1: 112 days, boat capsized. He was on his own. He actually crashed into a rock just off uh, the coast of Galway there. It was like he got a new lease of life. It was like he got a new perspective, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And this reporter was asking him, she goes, oh, I have to ask you this question. What's the next thing? And he just stopped her and he said, look, the next thing is... People, I'm hanging around with my family That's the <laughs> next thing Don't Don't be trying to Push me onto another journey That I don't even want to go yeah. on Just because your own You know, you want the next story Stop chasing the story It's possible he'll probably H- never do it
0: again It's possible It's possible he might do much. it
1: another hundred times If he doesn't learn the lesson If he doesn't hold on to the lesson But yeah, he might but only it, need it to it do seems it once like
0: he has learned a lesson though He
1: might only need to do it once Yeah That might have been his meditation. Yes. You know what I mean? Imagine that, rowing, Day in, day out. Oh, man. 112 days.
0: So, it's only obvious then it made his journey twice as hard. The fact that he was rowing, he was taking on this challenge alone, and then the fact that he was craving inside... To link up with human beings again
1: I don't even know if the craving inside came straight away I think it came closer to the end of it What he was looking for was food That's one thing he said He said I just miss being able just to eat food Yeah he said But right at the end of it I got this overwhelming sense that It's about the human connection yes. And it reminded me of a film There's a great film actually uh, Where this fella um, Into the Wild is called you should watch this film, Martin. So this fella, uh, his parents are American high achievers and they put him through college and he gets this big achievement in college. So he comes out of college. The start of the film is he's coming out of college and he goes, there you go, man, and that I made it. And they're like delighted and they have the dinner and all this. And in the dinner, he says to them, listen, now that I have that, I'm going to head off and do my own thing for a while. And they're like freaking out. No, you can't. Where are you going? This? You know, what about this risk and that risk? And what about if this happens? And he goes, look, all my life I've lived this really comfortable existence and everything has been real safe. And you've been planning and, you know, help me with my future and all this. But actually, I just want to have a moment to myself. So he heads off and he, he has his own time. Basically, just want, He wanted to live now rather than living in the future. They were always planning his future. So he went off and he travelled America and he went everywhere and he was sleeping in bush shelters and he was meeting, you know, uh, all different types of wonderful people. You yes. know, old people, young people, people on drugs, some frightening
0: situations as well. Exactly,
1: everybody, all types, right. all of life. He went and met them, and then he just had this burning thing inside him. Just keep on heading north, head north, head north, keep on going, and he heads so far north that he's up in Alaska. And it's, uh, you know, he's, he's isolated and he crosses this river and he's, uh, all the way in along now he's been learning how to survive out on his own and he, this one fella teaches him how to, uh, you know, skin an animal and all this type right. of stuff and told him all the stuff to, to look out for. So he's going into the wild, that's the name of the film, he's going into the wild, he's going yes. on a journey, you know, a journey inside himself and a journey into the wild and he's heading north. And he gets to this place and he he thinks he's in the place where he's found, you know, the ultimate wilderness, the ultimate place, the ultimate happiness. And he realises this is fucking hard. This is hard. Hard work. It's not as easy as it says in the book, you know, just catch an animal and skin it and cook it. He's finding that really hard and he catches an animal and he makes the balls of it and there's all maggots in it and all this. And he has this one book and the book shows him all the plants that he can eat. So he starts eating Berries and leaves and grasses And He realises he misses his family And he's, he goes on this journey In his head And in his emotions and he misses the family And he can't eat And he starts to lose weight And he starts to dehydrate And the weight is dropping off him yes. And the river is rising and he can't cross back the river And the winter sets in And he's oh. in this little shitty caravan On his own And was he a traveller? It wasn't a traveller, no. <laughs> but he, he went on some journey. But he was mad to get home then. Go and watch that film. And it's like what this fella went on. He went on a journey into the world to, to realise what he needs, what he craves, is that connection with his family, with love.
0: Sometimes we can, be, we can be craving for something and we not know what we're craving for, what's right or wrong for us.
1: And, and I think the point of this film is until it's too late sometimes.
0: God's got a hold of my life, and he won't let me go. Jesus got into my heart, he got into my soul. God's got a hold of my life, and he won't let me go. Jesus got into my heart, he got into my soul. I used to be living. I used to be living in sin, oh, but Jesus, he brought me in, he told me I was, he told me I was forgiven, by his love, I have been redeemed. God's got a hold of my life, and he won't let me go. Jesus got into my heart, he got into my soul. God's got a hold of my life, and he won't let me go. Jesus got into my heart, he got into my soul. I wanted to say something. Yeah, that's beautiful. Do you know when I want to talk about menjigori? Yeah, yeah. And lords, right? A lot, a lot of people go to these places. Yeah, <laughs> and do you know, for <laughs> I love any the way people, you say that. yeah, for anybody who um, sort of maybe has a bit of faith in their lives, and they're sort of experiencing problems that it be body, soul, or mind. It could be anything. Yeah, and it could be just searching for peace. I would like, I would say, one hundred percent recommend take a trip to Medjugorje. It's actually only cheap for anyone that might have, say, financial problems. If you like, it's um to get to Medjugorje now you can um book your ticket individually for about one seventy. You can book your hotel room for a week, at like um say some of them are 15 euros a night, which is very good. Uh, the food is actually cheap, in it? If you want, um, when you book your hotel room, yeah, you can actually pay that extra for your Bob and book your breakfast and your your dinner. Um, very, very healthy foods, absolutely wonderful healthy foods in it. This is for people who doesn't know about this, right? It's a beautiful, beautiful place to go and I can guarantee you that they will have 100% good experience in Medjugorje. Our lady's real presence is in Medjugorje. And absolutely everybody that goes there loves it. Everybody that goes there talks very, very, very good about Medjugorje, yeah? And the only problem that people have when they talk about Međugorje. Now, I'm saying this is the only problem, yeah? Is that they cannot find the words to express... (laughs) How amazing it is. ...how good it is and how beautiful and how wonderful and how peaceful it is. That's one of the most important things in it, is the fact. When I say the most important, it's one of the most uh, recognisable things that people get in Međugorje is the peace. And they bring that peace home with them, and they try to share it and spread it to others. But the, as I said again, the problem is, they cannot find the words to express how actually good they feel and how good the experience has been in Major for them. It's just too beautiful to explain. And it's too beautiful in this life to miss out on. So I would recommend... Anybody that ever heard The word of Medjugorje Or heard the name of it Go there if you can
1: You know where I'm going At Christmas
0: I don't know where you're going I know where I'm going
1: Not Medjugorje No Morocco That's where I'm going to go And find peace What's in Morocco Is where I'm going to go Surfing for 10 no, days No I'm
0: just saying What's in Morocco
1: It's North Africa Lovely wet up beaches Yeah that's uh, Supposedly you don't know How to surf
0: uh, I do know how to surf Yeah but what if The next person Doesn't know how to surf You're not coming Don't go to Morocco Yeah, if you want to find something real true, what if you don't pray? If you don't pray, yeah, go there and stay silent. Come to Morocco with me. No, go there, (laughs) be silent, yeah, and still feel the peace. Yeah, you'll still experience that peace. Dean, you can be as sarcastic as you want to be, my friend, but I'm telling you, there is no describing this, it's absolutely beautiful. I'll go to Morocco, I'll go to Medjugorje if you come to Morocco. I will never go to Morocco, why never. Because I don't know how to ski, for starters. <laughs> but I will, to, uh, I will go to Medjugorje probably every year for the rest of my life. I uh, love it. Because I know how to pray. So um, where are we now with this? What number are we on now? Number 20. Episode 20. Uh, actually, I enjoyed this. I enjoyed that one. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Dean Scurry has left the building.
1: Oh, dude, uh. I hope you've enjoyed Martin singing because we might bring more singing we might have a little uh, surprise for you over the next couple of weeks uh, if
0: I was listening to myself and if I could advise myself on the singing if I had a day job I'd say stick with the day job <laughs> <laughs> episode 20 see you later God bless
1: so that's us for this episode a traveller and a countryman podcast if you like it let us know share it around and we'll uh, we see you on the road